and welcome to the That's What She Said with Danny podcast. I'm Alexa Dat, at Alexa Dat on Twitter, at Alexa underscore NYC on Instagram. What's up, Lex? I'm Danny Wexelman. I'm you are? At, that's me. <laughs> that is my name. My birth name is Danielle, but don't call me that. Uh, I happen to be at Danny Wex on Instagram and Twitter, if you didn't know. You're smart, because you have the same name on both. <laughs> I need to work on that. We Eventually. Gotta, we're going to get you there. Right now, today, we have a super awesome guest, Rays pitcher Tyler Glasnow, who has been with the Pirates up and coming and then became a huge star with the Rays, and he had an incredible season last year. He's going to have an even better 2020, we feel. We're excited to talk to him about a lot of his off-season activities, so let's go ahead and get into it. Tyler, what's up, man? Thanks for hopping on the podcast. How are you? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Awesome. We're hanging in there. Yeah. Great. Sounds good. So we're going to start the podcast with something I called off-season discoveries. And the first thing (laughs) when I went to your Twitter was that I saw that the Rays upgraded some of their facilities and bought a high-velocity ass cleaner, as you called it, which essentially is like this attachment for your toilet that turns it into a bidet. Like, so very European of you guys. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. How did that work out for you? I don't know. It's great. I think it's very experimental at this point. I think a lot of guys were a little caught off guard, but everyone seems to be loving it. Uh, we're getting real European in the bathroom, so <laughs> it's uh, it's been cool so far. <laughs> what was everyone's reaction when you first saw it? Everyone, like, nobody really knew what it was. So obviously it was like, oh, that's a bidet, but I think the technical term is actually high-velocity ass cleaning. So <laughs> that, uh, yeah, no, it was funny. Everyone's like, what the heck is this thing? And then we, like, obviously played around with it, and it was like, was shooting everywhere so then we kind of put two and two together and really understood that it was for our for our cleanliness <laughs> there hasn't been a press release about it yet though has there no there should be though they're, they're delaying it yeah there should be for sure so uh <laughs> off season you went to a bachelor party in mexico first of all how was that and then secondly what are your top three rules for an epic bachelor party uh it was pretty amazing so it was for my brother um so i was the best man so i had to plan all this stuff and like we both really love mexico it's kind of just like uh it's like a more it's like a california with no rules and it's like a a lot of good surf spots and like not as many surfers out and it's just like a really cool kind of like cheaper cheaper fun and it's just kind of cool everyone can go and like all of our friends from back home um it was really awesome so i had to plan it for my brother and he's not like a typical dude in a sense like he wasn't really trying to go the whole like traditional bachelor vegas route and get all wild he's more of like a a low-key guy who likes wine and just like nice food and hanging out so it was cool we had a uh, one of our buddies went who's like a really high-end chef and he kind of cooked dinner and we got some nice wine and just like all hung out and it's a pretty low-key event but um it was it was honestly like pretty relaxing and, and kind of nice i think everyone could have used a vacation so it came at a good time i saw photos that you guys rode a camel and went surfing which one was more thrilling for you guys Oh, that was too off. So I usually try to make a trip down to like Rosarito, like kind of like Tijuana every off season with a couple of my buddies. Sure. Um, and uh, that one, the one that we rode the camel and surfed, that was more of a wild Mexico trip. That wasn't, that was like the previous year, but that was great. <laughs> um, I think riding the camel is cooler just because you don't, how many times you get to ride a camel. Like if you live in California, you can go surfing as much as you want, but camels are, are kind of hard to find. So I would definitely think the camel was more memorable. Is it true that they spit? <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. spitting all over the place. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was weird though. Like, why is there a camel in Mexico? Like, who brought that? <laughs> like, it was weird. I didn't ask too many questions. All I did was enjoy my ride. But yeah, it was a different experience for sure. 
Dude, you are so well-traveled. Uh, Copenhagen is a place you've been to as well. What was so special about your recent travels overseas? Uh, I think it was cool. So the uh, trip initially, like I kind of, I just did it alone. I just like flew in and then you can kind of like plan from then on. You can kind of, obviously in Europe, you can take the train and you can just like find hotels that night or hostels or wherever you want to stay. And so when I was in Copenhagen, my brother actually came out for a couple of days. So I hung out with him, which was cool. And we explored around, but the coolest thing about Copenhagen is everyone is freakishly tall. Like, so it was weird that nobody, like when I went to, I've been to Thailand before too. And everyone looked at me like I was a dragon. Like they know we just like, what is this weird, tall, like white kid. And, and so when I went to Copenhagen, everyone was just like, Oh, you fit in. So everyone like seemed to be my height, but I don't know. It's just cool to like kind of go and experience like new cultures and whatnot, I guess. And it was cool that my brother was with me for that trip. And we just got to do a, a lot of fun stuff and kind of explore and just see a bunch of different things. What's next on your bucket list? Where do you want to go? Uh, this next off season, I really want to go to the Amazon. And that's kind of hard to, wow. to plan for, I guess. But that would be sweet. I have a couple of buddies who really want to go with me. That'd be fun. I talked to Mike Clevenger about going with me, too. He really wants to do it. Um, but I also, I think I might go to, like, Spain and Portugal, depending on, like, I, obviously, like, I have my, my sights set on season. But, like, depending on when I can leave, I, I might do Spain and Portugal and then maybe possibly after do Amazon but I don't know it's still just kind of like a rough draft at this point I've never been to the Amazon but I've been to both Spain and Portugal and I would highly recommend both of them especially Portugal Oporto is one of the most underrated and beautiful cities I've ever seen I've actually heard that from like a few people it's funny you said that um I actually don't know a whole bunch about Spain and Portugal but like it'd be nice to go I've obviously I've wanted to go for a while um I hear it's really fun especially too if you go like solo stuff I know a lot of people like to go over there so that's definitely on the top of my list so I'm gonna have to like check it out you can tell that we did a lot of social media stalking about you, and it's pretty easy too because your whole family is on social media. Your mom is Thug Mom Donna on Instagram, which I think, first of all, is the best Instagram handle for a mom. Well, where did that start? We we actually went on her Instagram and changed it. She doesn't know how to change it, so we just, and we've kept it. She's like, you gotta change the name, and we just like, no, mom, you're Thug Mom Donna from now on. But now she like she embraces it. I offered to change it. She's like, no, I'm Thug Mom Donna. So she's she's all about it. All right, best and worst thing about having your mom on social media? She's actually pretty low-key, so, all right, actually, everyone always talks about, like, she will just post pictures of, like, just, like, it doesn't really regard, like, what anyone kind of, she's just like, oh, we're together, like, she doesn't really care, she's not looking about, like, who looks good, who doesn't, just kind of, like, the moment, which is probably (laughs) a more organic way of posting, but it's just funny when, like, all the family gets together, and it's like, why'd you post that picture? But she just, she goes on there and (laughs) rifles them off, she's posting everything she possibly can. Uh, which is pretty funny. And then, like, on Twitter, she obviously shares my last name. So if she does go and, like, say something, I'm like, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> we have, like, the rarest last name ever. So everyone knows you're related to me. Which, honestly, like, she can live her own life. She, I don't get to tell my mom what to do. So she can honestly do whatever she wants. I got to give Donna a follow. That's all I yeah. know right now. She's entertaining. She's uh, she's definitely down to support the Rays and everything I'm doing. So she's, she's good on social media. And what about you, Tyler? Are you a mama's boy or are you your father's son? I would say I'm I'm like definitely the exact replica of my dad. Like our personalities are very much the same, but um, I think definitely a mama's boy growing up. I would say it's pretty even, even like I'm I'm pretty split between both of them. We ha- I have a really good relationship with both of them. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's the answer. Both, I guess. That's pretty unique. You had an awesome upbringing and to be able to have both your mom and dad be so supportive and travel to a bunch of your games and be present in your career is, I think, a, a pretty unique thing for, for ball players these days. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my mom was an athlete, too, 
um, like growing up. So she understood, like she was always very like, I guess like understood the lifestyle. Like if you want to be good at it, you need to put the work in. And she was always like, you need, let's go do more lessons. And she was very much kind of like a player coach dad, but like a mom. Hmm. She just understands athletics really well. And she's really good with like awareness of like just body movements too. being a gymnast to where like, even when I was little, she'd be like, this is why you're not throwing strikes. And I'd be like, mom, you don't know anything, but she really had like a good grip on it. And, but they were cool. They always gave me my space. They weren't like overbearing baseball parents. They were kind of just like, do what you love. And then, they weren't like ever like stressed about it or anything, but they always enjoyed like going to games and obviously like the travel ball lifestyle. They were extremely supportive. Speaking of when you were little, I came across a picture of you on Instagram when you were a baby, like a little teeny baby. Yeah, Yo, man, you stretched out because you were one <laughs> chunky baby. <laughs> yeah, I was humongous. I was real fat. Um, yeah, when I was I was like ten six or whatever I think when I was born. So I was, I was ginormous. Yeah, and that's funny too. That picture, everyone, I'm like sitting on like a styrofoam pad. In the thing, and it looks like I'm just like sitting in like poop water. And everyone's like, Clean your water, you gross kid. And I'm like, What do you want me to do? But it's it's actually, yeah, it's funny. I was a ginormous, weird looking baby, but yeah, those are good times back then. I love that photo. I have yeah, no good nice. transition to our to our next topic coming off poop water, but yeah. uh, something that your rotation is not is poop water. So Blake Snell, yeah. Charlie Morton, you, Yanni Chirinos, Ryan Yarbrough, Brendan McKay, where is your rotation going to rank in the AL this season? I don't know. I think it's kind of up for, like, other people's opinions, I guess. Like, obviously asking me, like, I'm relatively biased. I think we're, like, the best rotation in baseball. Obviously, just because, I mean, like, I know these guys and I've seen, like, what we're capable of. Yeah, um, but I guess that's up for other people's judgment and whatnot. Um, but I mean, regardless if we're like wherever we rank, we're definitely we're good. So I guess that season or like that will that question will be answered. I guess at the at the end of the season. And we're looking forward to that. It's gonna Absolutely. be a great year. We know that you're close with a lot of your teammates, and we've talked to a bunch of them over the years. We interviewed Kevin Kiermaier a few years ago, and he told us that his teammates called him Hollywood, but. He's not as Hollywood as he used to be, I feel like. So if you had to give him a nickname going into the 2020 season, what would you call Kevin Kiermaier? Well, I know his nickname is Outlaw, and I know a lot of people guys, they call him that. I think a lot of it, too, just like he steals stuff in the outfield. He's like the best center fielder I've ever seen by far. Like no one's ever compared. So I definitely refer to him as uh, Outlaw, but I also call him Kaka. <laughs> just because <it's> like <laughs> it rolls off the tongue so well. And it's just funny. To, a lot of people just call him that. Uh, can no we get an example? Reason. Can you give us? It's like I don't know. I say, "What's up, Kaka?" Like you just do that. And like that's obviously the translation in Spanish. Those of you who speak Spanish will know. There's no meaning intended to it. It's just like literally because his name is KK and it sounds like Kaka. So it's just, <laughs> that's kind of what we joke around on and call him. Um, but yeah, I would say like more outlaw. That's it's so funny like because Kaka is poop in so many different <laughs> languages <laughs> that like exactly. <laughs> Which is like so not like KK is the opposite. Of, yeah, we're really talking about a lot of poop here. A lot of poop uh, going on. It's definitely like the opposite, but it's just because it sounds so familiar to his name. I just think it's like kind of hilarious. So we've got your dude, Brent Honeywell, signed up for a future episode on the podcast. What is one thing that you know about him that you can tell us that he would not tell us himself? I think everyone already knows this, though. He has like very unwavering confidence, like in the in the best way possible. I think some people can like assume that he's like cocky in a bad way but he's like i he is probably my favorite person i can hang out with around the rays like i i hang out with him a really good amount um just because it's so rare to find someone who's like so confident all the time no matter what happens especially in a, such a humbling game like baseball that it's like i think when i was younger coming up i could have used that a little more so when i hang out with him it's like a very refreshing like 
this kid just he believes in himself so much and i just i love being around him and you feel like it rubs off on you i think so actually i think a lot of it's like who you surround yourself with and what i do find myself like when we do hang out like we just it's more like joking and whatnot but like i definitely do think a little bit of it rubs off for sure but in like a healthy way obviously and who's got better flow oh i don't know he's got some great hair i don't know i might <laughs> give it to honeywell he actually just cut his hair he kind of has a little joe dirt thing going on right now he has like a little like a bullet going on <laughs> so whatever whatever you consider good hair depending on like what if a mullet is better than just normal hair but i think he looks pretty cool right now I consider Joe Dirt hair great hair, yes. especially with yeah, the confidence if you can pull it off for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's why you can pull it off. But like, whether it looks good or not, like he's like, nope, <laughs> looks great. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we know that you and Austin Meadows are boys. You guys go way back. You came over from the Pirates together. So give me one thing that if you could hack into Austin's Wikipedia page that you would add that you feel like it would need to round it out. Probably that he's just like a super like family guy, like very like in his in his circle of like he loves all the people around him very dearly. Like his family and him are extremely close. The very like small town kind of kind of feel about him, but also gets along with everyone. But I'd say like he's very. I don't know. He's just like a very, very family oriented and like almost like like childlike in a way, but not in like an immaturity way, but just like he kind of still has that like just that innocence about him. That's like it's it's just refreshing to see in a, in like a big leaguer. That's super sweet. That is really sweet. <laughs> oh, <here we> go. <laughs> Tyler, another guy you go way back with, Garrett Cole. He's in New York now, pitching for the Yankees. I know you like to come to New York, so do you have any big city advice for your guy? No, not really. I mean, he's going to do great there. He's got the – I mean, he's he's another guy who's, who's confident, obviously, too, just his work ethic and, like, how serious he is about becoming better, just optimizing himself not only as a baseball player but, like, a human. I think he'll thrive in New York, um, and he loves food. Like super foodie guy, loves wine, so oh. he'll he'll like he'll thrive. I don't think he needs any any pointers. I think he'll <laughs> have no problem uh, becoming accustomed to the New York lifestyle. Tons of wine bars in the city. Just so. a few. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'll become big time there. All right, Tyler. Time for our rapid fire. So you answer these questions in a quick sentence or two. In your younger days, you threw up a lot of Thug Life hashtags. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> If you had to trade places with a rapper for a day, who would it be and why? Oh, that's another really good question. Uh, who would I choose? I would choose, I'd probably go old school or something like uh, like a Nas or like AZ or uh, maybe like a KRS-One, like a really old school, like uh, like origins of rap music, like early Brooklyn kind of kind of style stuff like that. I'd probably, uh, just to see what that was all about. That'd be pretty fun. I think, wow. I'd, yeah, I'd probably choose that. That's a nod to the OGs. What's your favorite rap album? Uh, like Illmatic style. I really like old Nas stuff. Like I really like old old school rap. I think a lot of my friends um, growing up, like we really enjoyed listening to all that. And that kind of was like kicked off my love for music. And I got more into kind of like funk stuff and like Curtis Mayfield and like all that that genre more so. But I also like Bone Thugs and all that stuff. And it's which is weird. Like I'm from California, but <laughs> I think good music kind of transcends like your location. So. I'd, yeah, that's probably what I'd go with. Great point. So speaking of good music, uh, what is your favorite album from the last five years that you would listen to for the rest of your life? Weirdly enough, like, I think people hesitate when they when they say, or not say it, but like, in the weirdest way, like, I don't know if people think it's quality, but like, I, I love Future for some strange reason. Like, I really enjoy... Uh, like all of his albums. Um, we don't think like, it's strange. No. No, it's strange. You know, I just guess like in terms of like, like one album you could listen to the rest of your life, like 
or whatever that you know what I mean it's like you you I don't know where I'd lean but I think I would probably go with that something about what he like especially before like I listen to more of that type of music before I pitch and he just like gives me all sorts of confidence so I would say like probably a future album or there's a band called Budos Band um, and they're like kind of like a funky instrumental band that I really enjoy them a lot and that's when that's kind of why I lean towards that more just because it's like a more if you're listening to it all the time it's like a very like smooth more like repetitive relaxing album in a sense so I would probably choose either one of those keeps you chilled out yeah like, yeah yeah do you have any musical hidden talents? We know we've seen your backflips and, and the cool stuff that you do off the field that's not baseball related. Do you have any musical hidden talents? I used to play piano. Uh, I played drums a little bit, but not not good. Like my brother's pretty good at drums. I never like fully bought into it, but I played piano for a few years and everyone always told me like, don't quit, you'll regret it. And being younger, I was like, you don't know anything. <laughs> and then obviously the older I get, I'm like, damn, I wish I still played piano, but. Um, there's always like there's time obviously in the off season and whatnot to like learn instruments, but I've picked up guitar a few times, but I'm I'm like no good at it, so not not really musically no. Tyler, you mentioned that usually when you travel, you're the tallest guy, and sometimes people think that you're an actor or you're someone that they've met before. So who would you say is a person that people most often confuse you for? I've never really heard like actor or anything just because I'm so tall. I, I think a bit, but like actually, everyone keeps telling me I look like Cillian Murphy. I don't know if it's Killian Murphy or Cillian Murphy, but the dude off Peaky Blinders. Everyone, even my family tells me I look like him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Take yeah. that. And he just became a huge star. He was big. Gosh, I forgot the show that he was big from, but he blew up from Peaky Blinders. Do you watch that show? Yeah, I do. I've actually got, I haven't watched any, I think, what are they coming out with like season six, but I got into it like relatively late, but I know he was in like the Batman movies and I, I actually, that's I right. He was Scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's I, not I, a bad I comp. It's like a, an actor too. So I like, he's great in Peaky Blinders too. So, um, yeah, it'd be cool. Maybe if they want to get me on that show, I don't know how I would ever get into that show. I don't know. I'd be like his super taller, younger brother, but I don't think I would. <laughs> I don't think that would fit right, but yeah, I think he's a great actor. But you have such a gregarious personality. Could you transform yourself into a supervillain? Maybe. I Possibly. Who knows? Depending on, like, if you talk to me on my start day, maybe. I think I, <laughs> I, I'm, like, more in that, in that mindset, I'd say. But um, I guess I don't have to try it to know. But, I, yeah, I really have no idea. I've heard you say that before, that you turn into a psycho on your start day. What's that transformation like? Do you just wake up like, man, this is it. I, I got to go Hulk, get it. <laughs> I guess I'm just more, like, not, like... I don't know. Willing. It's not like I want to be angry, but I'm just, I'm more so of like, this is kind of like, I don't know. It's like my day in a sense. Like I'm just more so about like, I'm like, not selfish, but like, I'm just, I'm trying to do whatever it takes to like succeed in a sense. And I think when I do feel like I pitch with a chip on my shoulder, I have some sort of like anger there, not like uncontrollable anger, but like, just like you're kind of fired up. I pitch really good. So, um, that's, I just try to like kind of tap into that mindset. I love that you've developed that mental control. That's, that's a really rare thing, I think, that athletes really they strive for their whole career, and for you to develop it at this age and harness it and harness it is is pretty special. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah. Continue. <laughs> yeah, no, but but that's taken work, right? Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I think so. I think obviously too, it's like easier I, in a sense. Like it's not always there. Like that's what's cool about baseball, though. Like in the course of a seven month season, like you have times where you don't have it at all. And then you have times where you have it like, and it's easy to tap into in a sense to where like, I think like with time, like anything, it becomes easier and easier. And I think early on, like that was my biggest weakness. Like I was very much like mentally just not there. And I'd let the little things bother me a lot to where like, I think failing a good amount of times allows you to see the other side of things to where 
I don't, I think if I was just to succeed all the time, I don't think I would be able to kind of be as good at it as I am now. So it's, it's weird. You have to have like, it's like a medium ground, like a fine line between like failing is a good thing, but too much failure. is not a good thing. You know what I mean? It's kind of like finding your recipe for success. Three out of 10 in baseball success, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> if you had any superpower, Tyler, in the whole world, maybe not being the Incredible Hulk, but if any, if you could be anything else, what would it be? Uh, any super, I would do fly or, or teleport. I think teleporting for like convenience sake would be amazing just to go wherever you want, whenever you want, but also flying just for when you're bored. Instead of like watching a show, you just go fly around. So I don't know. I'd, I'd choose either flying or teleporting. Ditto. Great answer. Mm-hmm. One food for the rest of your life. What are you going with? Raw salmon. Raw, Raw salmon? salmon? Yeah, like sushi salmon. Like sushi grade salmon. Okay. The best. Have I you ever been to it. Tokyo? So I eat it every day. No, I want to go really bad. Um, I think, too, at one point it would be great to, like, obviously not anytime soon, but I would like to end my career in Japan or something like that. Just to go see, like, a different, or like Korea or something. Just to go see like the different cultures there and like how crazy they are involved in baseball, like something like that would be would be great. But that's also another spot I want to go on like the my traveling bucket list. Oh yeah, is that some breaking news on the podcast? There you go. <laughs> Once to end his career in Japan, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> how about one athlete from another sport you'd like to see in the home run derby? From another sport, that's what's so unique about baseball. I feel like not many people, like the best athletes in the world, aren't like good at swinging a bat, but. Someone who, I don't know, that's a good question. Who's, like, just a ginormous, like, probably, like, a football player, right? Or, like, a like a J.J. Watt or something. I think he actually, Ooh. like, went and took BP once. I remember seeing a video on that. Like, or maybe, like, Shaquille O'Neal, but I guarantee that dude's a goof swinging a baseball bat. Like, there's no <laughs> way he's coordinated enough. But I guess with time, like, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, of a wiry athlete. Someone who's, like, a golfer would be really good at probably swinging a baseball bat. Um, so someone, I don't know, like, Tiger Woods maybe. I think he'd probably be pretty good at, at hitting, like, BP home runs. Great answer. Start bench cut your biggest gym pet peeves. All right, you ready for this? Sure. Diamond earrings, backwards snapback, and a shirt cut off to the belly button. To the belly button? That's bold. Like on the sides or like a crop top? A crop top. And by the way, these are your words. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. I have said this. I hate them all, to be honest. (laughs) I I, I would say like you can get away with maybe the crop top in a sense. It's still terrible, but like. A cutoff shirt's a little different, but the diamond earrings and in the, in the, in the hat, you just know you're not, you're not really serious about like, you're just kind of, it's more about like going in and I don't know, it's like more of an endorphin rush at that point. I really don't know who, what you're achieving wearing like backwards hats and earrings, but also I'll take the side of like, whatever makes you, you, you know, whatever, if you want to go and that's what gets you up in the morning to like put your earrings in and go lift, if that makes you happy, go for it, throw your earrings in, but also like. It's a little cringy, but everyone's got their own thing going on, I guess. But also, like, bro, I'm not here to be blinded by your cubic zirconia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just, like, check them out in the mirror all the time. Like, it's a little different. But, yeah, everyone, like I said, has got their weird little cork. I saw on Twitter that you had watched Three Identical Strangers, which I loved. That movie totally yeah. blew my mind. So give us a couple of other things that you binge-watched recently on Netflix or any of the other streaming services that you really liked. Ooh, I think I, I recently just kind of was watching like Peaky Blinders. I, I, I gravitate more towards like like documentary type stuff. Like I really like Planet Earth a bunch. Like I remember watching that in high school and just getting like hooked on that. But for I would say if I do have free time, I'd rather like maybe like listen to like an audio book or like read or do podcasts. I'd say podcasts are my biggest like time spent. I'd say like more of my like, you're good. Uh, 
sorry, someone walked in. Uh, like more of my like time wasters. Maybe not time wasters, but you know, like if I do have free time, that's probably what I'm going to go to. But as far as shows, I'd say, like I love Planet Earth stuff. Like a lot of BBC stuff's really cool. And then, um, can you do the Planet Earth uh, voice? David no, Attenborough? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I can't. <laughs> I, give it a try. Come on. I uh, bet you I can. What's, it's not like it's, yeah, he's just like super English, right? Like super. Yeah. No, I'm going to have to, you're just going to have to Google that one. I'm not doing it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, well, podcasts, quickly though, going back, give us your top two podcasts. Ooh, I like Joe Rogan a lot. That's a pretty easy answer though. Um, I like Tim Ferriss a lot. Any, any podcast that's like about like, optimizing kind of weirdly enough just being like an athlete and like trying to get better at stuff um uh, peter atia has a really good podcast malcolm gladwell has a good podcast and then like joe rogan and tim ferris they say like those are probably my four that i'd like lean to the most i um, love malcolm gladwell that's a that's a great pod i have a suggestion for you if you haven't heard joe buck read his audiobook lucky bastard it's so good really all right yeah, yeah i'll get on that i'm a fan of joe buck me too seems, weirdly enough some people don't like him but i i kind of dig him I get the the hate, but I, a I'm a lot big of fan. hate. Man. It's weird though. I don't. Maybe I just don't watch enough sports to like get it. But I just. It's weird. He just like people. Don't, it's weird that people hate him so much. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I guess I don't know enough. But I. I like Joe Buck. So there you go. Me too. I think you'll really like the book too. It's very interesting. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's actually. Thank you. I'll check it out. All right, Tyler. Besides throwing a freakishly hard fastball, what's something on a baseball field field that you do to impress a girl? I would one thousand percent. Obviously, like, hit a home run would be great, but for some reason I have this strange obsession with, like, stealing bases. I'm pretty fast. Um, mm. I'd like to think so anyway. Uh, <laughs> and I always – I'll bug my – in, like, the NL, I would pinch run every now and again. Um, so I always would be like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, like, contributing and, and, like, while I'm sitting in the bullpen or whatever. <laughs> but I would love to, like, steal bases. That would be – that would be probably – that's something I would really like to do. And then would you, like, point up at her in the stands and give her a wink and, like, that was <laughs> sure, for you, girl? Yeah. If, if, yeah, if it's hypothetical, yeah. But yeah, I'll do that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up some sort of a gang sign and only yeah, her know. The... I'll do that. Yeah. All right. So if you're not a baseball player, Tyler, what's the adrenaline pumping sport that you would dominate in? Oh, I would do track and field for sure. And I don't know if that's adrenaline based. You definitely have some, but that was like my num my like number one sport growing up: track and field and baseball. Or Football would be great. I played that too, but that's just like I don't want to run my face into like 400-pound dudes. So I would say for track and field would be my next sport that I'd really like to do. All right, bus rides are a huge staple of the game, especially when you guys are in the minors. So which teammate, either a current teammate or a guy from the past, would be your forever bus ride or die? Ooh, oh, my forever bus ride. Matt Duffy or Brent Honeywell? Yeah, I'd probably say Matt Duffy would be my, my forever travel buddy. He's just, he's like into the same things I'm into. Uh, and he's just like, he's like, it's just a smart dude. So it's, I lived with him last year and we always had like, just, we'd have people come over and we'd all like hang out and, and just like, weirdly enough, just like, instead of like playing video games or whatever, we'd all just like hang out and like talk about the game and stuff, which is actually, it's like pretty rare, I'd say. Um, but it was cool. Like, he's, he's like very communal in a sense. And so I just think I, I'd choose him just because like the conversation would probably never get boring. Tyler, we know that you are an NBA guy, so in your opinion, who's the greatest NBA player of all time? Well, I would I mean Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, but I mean uh I don't know. I think I'd always have my personal bias. Like I'm a huge Kobe fan, but I, it's hard to choose between those two. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant in my opinion are the two that definitely take the cake for me. Wow, you left out King James. Yeah, I I mean 
I wouldn't say I'm the guy to ask. I, I don't know from like a, a cri- like a personal standpoint, but like my bias coming through, definitely Kobe Bryant or or uh, Michael Jordan. But I, don't, sure. I think he he'll be second best. That's that's what I got him as now. Second best. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Tyler, you've been awesome. We end every podcast with an embarrassing story, though, that you have to give us. It could be from something in the past or something that you can think of that happened to you recently that if you could rewind time and go do back all over again, you totally would because it was just one of those feelings where you're like, oh, I want to change oh, okay. that and, and make that uh, go away. So give us your best embarrassing story. So when I was in high school, um, at Hart High School in, in Newhall, California, our coach, Jim Mozella, who's still the, the coach there, uh, he's like, like a pretty stern, like strict guy. Uh, and um, like when you're younger coming up and like trying to make the team and everything, like you're, you're like intimidated, not like a bad way, but you're very much like he's kind of like an authoritative figure that like you want to impress and, and obviously like act right in front of. And uh, when I was a freshman, I think we'd always have to stay back and like clean the varsity field. And I, sw- I don't know why I thought like, it was my buddy who we'd have to like rake the field. And I swear I thought it was him. And I went up behind him and like I'm most of the time around a baseball field, like I'm messing around, like I'm not very serious. And he was like raking the field. And I was like, as he was raking and like moving his hips, I was like, and rake it and rake it, like joking <laughs> around. And then I slapped his butt super hard. <laughs> And my coach just dropped his rake and looked at me, and I've I've turned. I was about to just like cry. I was so embarrassed. And all the varsity guys were sitting on the side, and they all looked at me just like, "Is this kid insane? Like, what is wrong with this kid?" And I remember just like, it was one of those like, you put your head down at night, and it just pops into your head, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I just got like extra cringy for like a month, dude. It was a terrible like anxiety hangover, but it ended up like just being a funny story. And now I'm telling you guys. Oh, that is so <laughs> embarrassing and yeah. so wild. And thank it's you so tough. much for sharing that. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Tyler, Perfect. we can't yeah. wait to watch you this season. We're super excited for the Rays doing big things. We really appreciate you hopping on the podcast. Anyone that wants to follow him, at T Glassnow on Twitter and at Tyler Glassnow on Instagram. Uh, big shout out to you. And again, super, super appreciative of you hopping on. Thanks, Tyler. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. That was fun. Dude, thank you so much. Just like so impressed by what you've been able to do and um, just love watching you progress, man. Just, you know, continue to dominate and and show people what they're missing out on. So it's great stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it. I know we go we go kind of way back. Dude. I remember remember we were hanging out in New York like forever ago. When I know, dude. I know. It's crazy. The way back. And look at us now. I mean. I on we, a podcast together. On a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we can see you this season too, man. Um, you yeah, know. we need a reunion in New York. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, we'll, we'll hang out. We'll say hi. For sure. For sure. You're awesome. Thank you for doing this so much. Absolutely, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Peace out, Tyler. All right. See you guys. See ya.